Welcome to this week, Beanie and the Boom podcast. Man, this is the week. 100%. The week. Obviously, there are a lot of big games this weekend, um, but you have the game, you know, and it's a, it's a big game. Big game this week, Love Beans. 100%, man. Uh, you know, before we dive into that big game, which we know is the end all be all when talking about Ohio State and their season. We had a great season, yeah. but this is the epitome. This, a, will, this is a new season, though. Well, I completely, completely yeah. agree. But before we dive into that, we got to talk about this Penn State game, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, that yeah. was a hell of a football game. And, you know, when I was sitting there on the sidelines and I'm actually watching it firsthand, Penn State wasn't a bad football team. So that's why I, I, I necessarily don't blame the committee for looking at that game and saying, you know what, Ohio State deserves to be number one because Penn State looked good. Granted, their quarterback situation was a little bit murky. They brought the second guy in I mean, um, who looked damn good. I was, and I know he's going to make it the decision tough on James Franklin moving forward on who uh, he decides to go with. Right. But the future's bright at Penn State, the quarterback spot, because I like the young kid, the way he was able to come in, spark that team. But hats off to Ohio State defense. Bro. I, mean, I mean, for sure. I mean, with everything that you just said, I, th- I think last week's game kind of showed what type of team that we had. You 100%. Know, it was our first time really, like, being in a in a fight and being challenged. I mean, obviously, we, we've had some some games, but – We ain't had no games. We ain't had none of that. We ain't had no games. We ain't had nothing like that. None. But I'm <laughs> none saying, whatsoever. <laughs> I'm saying as far as, like, being really, really challenged, you know what I'm saying, where it's like, okay – you got a knuckle buck right now because it's like you're in the middle of a game where it's, it's, it's tight now. So show me what you made out of. And our defense did a great job. You know, obviously we had a couple uh, couple turnovers that kind of hurt us. But having our defense come back and, and be able to deliver and make plays and, and, and uh, stop Penn State was, was huge. You know, man, there were so many times to where Penn State really could have took control of that football game. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the pick going in to the end zone when they're making a the drive, I think to tie the game was so critical for Ohio State's defense. But, dog, watching Chase Young back in full effect. I'm sorry, I got my daughter here, but that shit was ridiculous. Watch him come back, bro, off a two-week hiatus, come back, get three sacks, and it was probably another two or three he probably could have had gotten because he, he not been held. He, he, he was held every oh, man, single play. A hundred percent, dude. Watching him – and the spark that he provides for this defense. It's like, you know, any other game I'm sitting there talking about, there isn't a defense in the country that uh, can make a difference whether you win or lose a game. But Chase Young was a difference in whether we won or lost that game because of the pressure that he was able to put on their quarterback mm-hmm. and just put on their entire offense. Mm-hmm. Like, bro, the dude should win a Heisman Trophy. I know he's going to probably win the, the Bronco Nagurski, the Bednarik, uh, you know, all the defensive awards, but he should win – the Maxwell, which traditionally goes to an offensive player, and the Heisman Trophy. He's that good. And when you really, you know, breaking this thing down, the Heisman should go to the best player in the country, right? Absolutely. That's what they always say. Yeah. It never happens. It always goes to the it always goes to the best offensive player. Um, but he has to get this thing, man. He does. Uh, I, I, I agree. We with got you. the team success. He yeah. got the personal success. And then when you watch the way that he was able to impact the game last week versus Penn State, how can you not? Yeah. I mean. I totally agree with you. He he definitely deserves to 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 get the um the Heisman. Obviously, he he has to get what's the award called? I want to call it defensive player of the year, but it's not it's not decent player defensive player of the year. Uh yeah, Nagurski, Bronco yeah, Nagurski. Yeah, yeah. He's definitely getting that. And if he doesn't get that then I mean, I don't think it's any question. <laughs> yeah, I, I think something's wrong with uh with the committee that makes that decision. But the guy is 
just unstoppable, honestly. Um, I know we sat here and, and, and we kind of talked about, you know, could he break the sack record, you know, for college football? Because I think the sack record, was is it 19 or 21 or something like that? Somewhere in that range. So 20 or 21 sacks. My my guy has 16, 16.5 sacks. Yep. And ha- and still has a game left. Potentially. Has potentially. a chance. <laughs> what is it? We got potentially got four more games, right? Is but, it but Michigan game, Michigan, but, Big Ten championship, yeah. one of the college football playoff games, and then that, potentially four more games left. So it's it's legitimately not out of his reach. But I think I think it's just in the season, though. They don't count the uh, – Shit, why don't they? I mean, they count the Zeke's – all Zeke's rushing yards. He's the number two all-time leading rusher at Ohio State history. And a lot of those yards, he had like 800 yards in three games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they, I think they count those. I, I thought like far as for the season, I nah, didn't man, think they, they – they, they stopped doing that for some reason. Really? Yeah, they they, they don't break well, it up well, at all. Well, well, he's definitely going to break that record then. And it's crazy because my guy missed two games. But, but another crazy thing is this guy has had games where, you know, some guys, okay, you get a sack every game. That, mm-hmm. That's cool. It's been games where my guy didn't got three or four sacks. In multiple games. Yeah, I mean, dude is a beast, but you know, and 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 <laughs> maybe maybe they should have like put him back there, like uh, kick returner or something, and let him take a kick <laughs> back. There. Maybe they let him win the Heisman. But you already know how it is, man. I mean, <laughs> the Heisman is always going to be like a, a guy. When was the last time a defense player won? It was uh, Woodson. Yeah, Charles Woodson. And, and that's because he was going on offense. He was doing special uh, mm-hmm. kickoff return, punt return. You know, he was making making an impact on, on on the offensive side of the ball. So it's just it's just tough. But like you said, they should give it to him. But it's a good chance that the other guy from Ohio State that went to LSU is probably gonna get it. Yeah, no, it's, it's a great. Which chance. is which is that's a that's a great 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 situation. No, I mean, it's a great for him to get it, but he's not the best player in the country. Right. I mean, he's one of the better quarterbacks in the country. He's not the best player in the country. The best player in the country is Chase Young. But flipping on the other side of the football. Were you surprised how much uh, Justin Fields ran the ball? We didn't run Justin Fields all year long. And that's what – when he first came here, I think everybody envisioned him kind of having that Braxton, Braxton Miller, Miller effect in terms of running the football. Mm-hmm. But I think it's been smart that Ryan Day hasn't pit him out there mm-hmm. to where he's had to run the ball a bunch all season long. Mm-hmm. But then he gets in this game where you know it was ugly. The field conditions were awful. Uh, it was raining. It was a little bit cold. He carried the ball 21 times. Were you shocked at that? Um, not necessarily shocked. I I think I think he just made some good decisions by you know taking off at, at times. I think I I don't think most of the time it was set up for him to. A run lot the of ball. was design runs, especially when you got you the red so? zone. Oh, definitely, hundred percent. He was right down there too. Yeah, yeah. So. A lot of them was design runs for sure. Um, I think he did a good job. You know, it it was a couple of times I was like, man. If that was Braxton, he would have did this move or right. that move and maybe scored. But hundred percent. Um. I love what he. I mean, I loved. I loved how he played in that game. Obviously, you know, having having the the three the three turnovers. Mm-hmm. Um, that was that was that was, you know, not not something that we wanted to see happen. But overall, um, I think he controlled the game. He played well, and I think uh, this guy is just uh, the sky's the limit for him. But what I like is how when he talks in the media, you know, he promised Ohio State, you know. We're gonna keep getting better, you know. We're gonna do a better job, you know, as far as the turnovers and everything. So the guy's going the right direction. Yeah, I mean, that's one of the, the crazier things as well. Is if you would have told me that Ohio State was going to turn the ball over three times in this and game and still win the game in critical moments and still win, 
by, by multiple touchdowns, yeah. I mean, I would have said you was crazy. But the, the fact that we were able to do that, J.K. And was able to get, what, 150, 170 yards? I think 185. Like 30-something like carries. I mean, it was a grounded out, grinded out game. This showed me that this team could face adversity and be able to bounce back. And still be able to bounce back. Um, yeah. And I, we talk about it all the time, and I feel like every week, but, I mean, it's, it's inevitable. You can't help but thank Ryan Day and just look at what he's been able to do, how he's been able to get this team motivated, and how he's been able to keep this team calm through crazy situations. That was probably one of the crazier moments that it was. Well, not probably. It, it was the most craziest situation in which we'd faced as a team all year long. Mm-hmm. And for us to be able to, you know, stay resilient, you know, stay cool, go out there, defense, you know, pl- bent a little bit, yeah. but then all of a sudden cut it on and said, you know what, we're not having this, and go out and be dominant. Dude, it was impressive. Yeah. How nervous were you when – uh when they basically almost t- tied the game up. Oh, man, I was uh, – <laughs> it wasn't that I was nervous. It was that I'm sitting there. I'm doing a game with yeah. Lamar Arrington from Fox Sports. Uh-huh. So, me and him are, are next to each other. And, dog, he's just all of a sudden just going crazy, <laughs> talking all types of shit. I'm like, bro, you do realize that y'all still losing. Right. But he was just eating it up. And I'm like, man, ain't nothing I can do at that point. Right, 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 right. You yeah. know how it is. When somebody yeah, talking yeah, shit and your yeah. team is down, all you can do is yeah. really shut up. And yeah. like, oh, man. But we was never down, though. So, like, but they were driving <laughs> yeah, and just looking like, oh, man, these and, dudes are really in this game. And I predicted it to be like 45-17. Yeah, but the crazy thing about it is that all this transition happened when the, the backup quarterback come in. Yeah. So it's like, dang, like. Is this backup quarterback really about to come in and, and be the guy that upsets Ohio State at Bro. home? We've Senior seen day. crazier things. And when you look at Penn State, it's been a number of years in which Penn State has been that team to come into Ohio Stadium and just give us fits. Mm-hmm. Penn State and Michigan State, two teams you always got to worry about when they're in the shoe mm-hmm. because they always seem to give us fits. Mm-hmm. Always, man. Mm-hmm. Um, Illinois, too. I mean, it ain't been a long, it's been a long time. Know, it's been a long time. Bro, man, man, they popped us the one year. Yes, one time. I'm talking about on a consistent basis. Oh, okay. You got to worry about Penn State and Michigan State. Yeah. Hell no, Illinois. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah. You, you got to worry about those guys. And that's why going into this this week right now, which is the game, we understand the importance of it. I'm not necessarily overly concerned because Penn State's a better overall football team. And I know juices are going to be flowing. I know, uh, you know, the excitement is going to be there for these guys uh, being Ohio State players and the Michigan guys. And, you know, Jim Harbaugh's back is against the wall because he hasn't beat Ohio State since he's been there. Yeah. And he knows, I think, he got a, a shit ton of money guaranteed in his contract. But I think he knows that, all right, man, do I really want to keep on and allowing this to be my legacy? At some point, it's like, man, I got to get out of here. Mm-hmm. I got to leave. I can't continue to be this guy mm-hmm. that loses to rival year after year after year mm-hmm. and, and not have any success. Mm-hmm. So for that reason alone, I'm expecting it to be a, a, a competitive game, but I just don't see them having a high-octane offense and to be able to keep up with Ohio State scoring and considering the field conditions yeah, may not be, be as bad as they were. Yeah, I mean, it's what, 50% chance of uh, rain. We know it's going to be cold, yeah. but they may not be as bad as they were last week. And if that's not the case, I can't see Ohio State making those same mistakes. Mm. I agree with you. Uh, I look at this game as I just feel like Michigan this year has not been that's that every team. Year. Huh? <laughs> that's every year. Yeah, yeah true, <laughs> but, but they they haven't been this team that everybody was, was, was expecting. 
like if you had told me now back back then that everybody was saying that Michigan was going to win the Big Ten beginning of the year. A lot of people were. Even the Big Ten picked Michigan to win the Big Ten. (laughs) And you look at it now, it's like, man, these dudes didn't lost to Wisconsin, Mm -hmm. Penn State. Damn near almost lost the Army the first game of the year. And they definitely about to lose this weekend. Right. So, we're talking about a team who's, uh, you know, getting manhandled by some some big dogs over here, man. man. I can't wait to watch it. Um, diving back on Ohio State in this situation, I really can't – I can't help but give Ryan Day so much credit. I know it sounds like I'm I'm on Ryan Day heavy right now. I but, mean, as you should be. I mean, this guy hasn't lost a game. No, but beyond that, head coaches. <laughs> beyond that, the decision that he made to go out and get Greg Madison and mm-hmm. Al Washington from Michigan mm-hmm. and then Dick looking – how bad we we were the we could say we were in the middle of the road. we were the worst defense in Ohio State history last year. Mm-hmm. Now we're the number one defense in the country. Mm-hmm. So that decision alone, and saying you know what, f this, I'm pitting pride to the side. And I'm going to go out and get these guys because I think they're quality coaches. They may not be getting it done there, but I think with the players that we got here, they were able to do that. Yeah, and then pull the trigger and do it, and then to watch them transform this defense to the number one defense in the country. Yeah, like I don't know how you don't really. I mean. I don't know. Does he get coach of the year for this, or do we give Greg Madison uh, and uh, and Jeff Halfley uh, yeah. co uh, assistant coaches of the year because of the transformation that we've seen with these teams? Yeah, like bro, it, it, it's ridiculous. I mean, honestly, it's the same players too. Yeah, honestly, I wonder what it is that he saw to make him want to go get those guys from over there because it's like Wait, they were good coaches. No, 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 no. I, yeah, they're great coaches, but when they were coaching against us. He was just having his way. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, dang, he must have really seen something. Bro, that's just a depressive thing, man. We, you got, know? we got the same players on defense. Excuse me. I can't name a starter from last year that transferred. Did we lose a corner last year? Who was the corner opposite of Arnett last year? Uh, um, I that's what I'm saying. That's how hard it is to figure out who the hell left last year because it was a bunch of the same guys mm-hmm. that were on the defense and watching mm-hmm. these guys get in the gear with a new coaching staff that doesn't have them thinking a whole bunch, that has them going and playing with their ability. And, and one of the, we, we talk about it all the time. And I know I just paused my thought, but we talk about it all the time, especially with watching Lamar Jackson develop into who he is. You got a coach in Harbaugh with the Ravens saying, you know what, I'm not going to say – I'm not going to stay status quo and do what the NFL has been doing and making players adapt to my system. I'm going to adapt to this player's attributes. That's what mm-hmm. Greg Madison mm-hmm. and Jeff Halfley have done on the defensive mm-hmm. side of the football. Mm-hmm. They've adapted their defensive schemes to the best attributes of the athletes that they have. Yes. And that allows guys to go play freely. And yes. that's what we've been seeing, and that's why we've been so good on defense. Yes. That's yes. why I can't wait, man. This week, lock and load. I wonder how it's going to be for Madison, Al Washington, being in scarlet and gray at What's the name of their stadium? The Big House. That's the Big House. The Little man. House. Yeah, the Little it's House. It's our house. Shit. <laughs> I can't wait, man. I cannot wait, dog. Yeah. Um, I mean, like you said, man, I just think about our linebackers last year. The same guys? <laughs> the same exact guys? Bro, That's the crazy thing. Al Washington has came in here. I mean, obviously, both of the coaches have done a great job, but our linebackers were so bad last year. I mean, the, the whole defense was bad last year. <laughs> but our linebackers, bro – like you said, it's the same guys, and now these guys are – they making plays, bro. 
last year we couldn't make a tackle. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it's crazy, man. And I'm 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 geeked up. I'm excited. I'm actually going to the game. You know, with some family members that went to, to just went, don't went, be that guy that went, goes went to, to this game and doesn't wear your shit. I'm wear. I'm, you better I'm have your Letterman jacket gray. on. You better I'm, have I'm, all I'm, your shit on. Hey, I'm not wearing my Letterman jacket because it's huge. I got I got my go over to the Woody. No, listen. I got my Ohio State jack from Homage. Shout out to Homage. Right, shout out to Homage. But wear your Letterman jacket. Let him know. You know what? I played in this goddamn game. I was in this stadium. What you want to do? Right. Yeah, but and rock the gold pants around your neck. Come on, man. Don't, don't go out there like that. Just wear some of Homage like you're a casual fan. No, you played in the game. Rock that Letterman, man. You got a great point. Hey, I heard you can go over there and get one. Yeah, for go like, over there and get one. Yeah, man, yeah. tell me you want to exchange it. If they charge you 50 bucks, 100 bucks, man, give it. Get a nice ride, nice size, the one that fit. I'm going to get me a Letterman jacket. I'll tell you that much because I seen LeVar Arrington when we was doing a game. You want to go after this? He had on – I got to take my baby girl somewhere. <laughs> but, you know, I might take her over there. Yeah, yeah I might she, take her over there. Good yeah. experience yeah, for her, exactly. man. I'm going to take – we can go after this. All right. Um, but but nonetheless, I seen LeVar wearing his Letterman jacket. Like, I seen it too, yeah. Bro, I want to get my Letterman jacket back because my shit is like a 6X. Well, I know your shit is probably a, a 4 or 5X too. Bro. <laughs> Can't nobody fit that shit. I was at my time. mom's. I was at my mom's house. I think I sent y'all a picture in the group message. Uh-huh. And I I tried mine's on and it ain't, it ain't I mean I got mine in probably two thousand what two thousand eight so yeah, two thousand eight right so that, I guess I guess that was in the transition stage where where you wanted to go back smaller yeah, with your clothes. yeah, yeah, yeah. so I got no clue why the hell I got a six X Letterman jacket it make no <laughs> sense this shit's big as hell. Man. <laughs> Mine's the XL and and, and mine's still kind of big. Man, speaking of back in the day, why the heck did we wear, you know, 4X, 5X tees? Tall tees at that. Yeah, that shit's stupid. Back to the game, (laughs) though, man. Back to the game, man. What's the, what's the, 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 your best memory going and playing at Michigan? Um,. Not in the rivalry, just playing at Michigan. Like, what, what, what's some of the shit you remember from that? Man, I remember. I remember. I remember one per one touchdown I had at, at Michigan, man, and it was a flat. It was a screen play, mm-hmm. and I ended up scoring. And it was a fan that was just jawing at me, bro. And I'm 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 in the fan's face, like uh-huh. <laughs> I can't remember what I was saying, bro. But I always remember that play, cause and then it just looked so sweet on film, cause right. it's like I'm really over here, like going back yelling, and like like going crazy. But I see a flag go, so I'm like, dang, I hope I did the flag wasn't on me. But the flag was on there. I think they was like offsides, and um, I think, man, I think I had like how many touchdowns you scored against Michigan in my career? Yeah, I don't know. Five, six, something like that. Why? What you got? Hey, somewhere around right? saying like about five. So, what I what I remember, and one of my best memories was, I remember 2007. You was redshirted, but you should probably mm-hmm. still travel to the. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know if you remember getting to the stadium earlier. The lights was cut out. For some reason, they didn't have the power on in the locker room, and when it was like a fiasco, once everybody gets off the damn uh, the bus to bus. go into the locker room, we got like, why the hell the power ain't on? Yeah. So. One, the power was delayed, getting cut on. Uh-huh. I don't know if you remember this one. Man, you know I got CTE, man. I don't remember that. <laughs> <laughs> but going to the bathroom, the bathrooms were already flooded. So if you would have flushed the toilet, the shit is coming out the water. I think I kind of remember it. So you got the power out, the bathroom is flooded, and we're like, what the hell is going on in this situation? And all I remember is Alex Boone 
What the hell for these guys? You know how boom. What the hell for these guys do? We better go out here and dominate. We better go out here and do this. He was yeah. cussing up a storm. Yeah. But I remember Coach Tress, as we got into like a little group circle, as we're going on the field, you see what they did to us, man? You know how it is. Yeah, right. You see what they did to us, man? You go out and make them pay. Yeah. Bro, and that was probably the best speech that I heard Coach Tress give because of all the shit that we went through that morning yeah. just to be able to go and play in the game. And I remember, man, going out and being so – you know, you, you man, you. Well, I don't even know if you manufacture for this game, but you already like juiced up and amped up. But you're trying to get something else to put on your shoulder, mm -hmm. another chip, a bigger chip on your shoulder. And I was mm -hmm. like, you know, fuck that. These motherfuckers ain't let me take a shit. Like, they gonna flood the toilets. Let's go. I'm gonna like this. <laughs> hey, and you let the answer. <laughs> Bro, it was like, crazy, man. Hey, he said, like, hey, let me take my shit. How you take my shit for the game? You over here bubbling it. <laughs> But that's hilarious, bro. Uh, man, it's uh, some of the greatest memories, man, come from from this game. And I don't know if people, I think the fans, obviously, you understand the sense of pride uh, that this game means and, and that it has for a lot of different people and for so many years. But as a player, when you're able to go and dominate that school and, and go and play well uh, and rights. come out with a victory, those bragging rights, man. And when you're from Ohio, it's just a little bit different. Now, I don't know how it is now when you got these guys on the team um, that aren't from Ohio. We got a bunch of California, Florida, guys from a little bit of everywhere. Um, if they really understand it, and I, I pray to God that the coaching staff does do a good job of valuing this and making sure these players understand uh, the importance of the rivalry and the magnitude of the moment. But if they don't, man, that's, that's sad. That's tough. Man. That's tough because we grew up understanding and knowing, all right, we hate them motherfuckers. They hate us. Yeah. When it's time to play, lock and load because we're going to go. Yeah. I mean, so much goes into this week, man. I could just just remember all the stuff that used to go down. I mean, you know, Monday, you know, you had Coach Bruce come in and get an right. amped up, you know, speech, you know. Oh, well, Sunday, we start off Sunday night, you know, the band comes, mm -hmm. you know, then you, you, you get to march around the band, you know, do your thing. Coach Bruce come on Monday, Tuesday, I can't remember, uh, but then they then they decorate the whole Woody, you know, and all the all the Michigan stuff, man. It, it's that whole week is just is just crazy, and that's why I like to. That's why I say it's literally a new season. Mm -hmm. It's like because everything that has happened, yeah, we had a great season, but now this is the season. You know, this is the game. You know, this 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 is this this game makes or break your season. You know, if we lose this game, it's like well, you can throw that season away. So let me ask you, because of where we are. If we lose this game, we still go to the Big Ten Championship. Let's say we play in the Big Ten Championship. I can't see them taking uh, or not taking a one-loss Ohio State team into the college football playoff. Do you think that being in the mind of the players, obviously, you know, players watch this shit. They know where they stand and so on and so forth. Do you think that may diminish the game at all? Or do you think these guys are, no, you know what time it is. It's time to roll. Or and if you if you're in the shoes, do you view it differently? Like, all right, man, we can lose to these guys, so maybe we don't go full bore because it's not really that important. Because this is the biggest. Well, I, we know that. Well, they better they better understand that, bro. Because you know, you lose to 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 to, to Michigan, bro. It's a long year. It is. I'm talking about a long year. That that, that year for like three years. You like, dang. You hey you in April June thinking about dang <laughs> I done lost we didn't lost Michigan we went undefeated oh well we won all them games and got to the to, got to the end and couldn't finish so this is the game man and, and and I'm sure you know I just feel like 
Ryan Day has that fire in him, though, man. It, that's that's he has something that he wants to prove to everybody. Right. You know, you know, you you step in from from Urban Meyer, step in for Urban Meyer as the head coach. You got a lot to prove. Mm-hmm. And prove, 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 prove to everybody that you're the man for this job. You're the reason why we're successful right now. You know, so I can't wait, bro. Yeah, bro. So another, I'm gonna give you another story, man. I just talking about it just gets me going about the stories and shit uh, from my time. I remember the one versus two game, and I was there in the stands. <laughs> so we're coming out the stadium, the the, the, the tunnel. And you know how it is where. You're going down, and you can actually see other people walking down on the other side of, like, the railing. Mm-hmm. Right? So, we're running down. I remember my pops being right there. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm pumped up, man. Dad, I'm ready to go. Because he's coming down because my little brother would get tickets from recruiting. Mm-hmm. Um, so, they go, going down. I remember running down the tunnel, and I look to my right, and I see Derek Jeter. And I see, uh, who was it? It was, I want to say Charles Woodson. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't know, Charles Wilson must have been like on a bye week or some shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mo Vaughn, Madonna, and mm-hmm. Braylon Edwards. You remember Braylon Edwards got into the bullshit because he took a helicopter down here, missed the Browns meeting because they had a home game. So he ended up flying down mm-hmm. in, a heli- in a chopper. So I see all of them on the sideline. And I remember like, God damn, is that Derek Jeter and Madonna on the sideline right there, bro? <laughs> so I run up, and my dad still happened to be right there. I said, do you see who the hell out there? Bro, it tripped me out yeah. that you that's what I really big. knew. Exactly. And obviously, how- I, I knew it was a big game because I, mean, I grew up rooting for Ohio State. I grew, man, actually, I grew up liking Michigan a little bit because my, 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 I got an older cousin. He's like my dad's older cousin who is like a, a, a University of Michigan Hall of Fame running back, mm-hmm. um, Billy Taylor, mm-hmm. um, and one of their all-time leading rushers. So he would always – so probably to about five, I like Michigan. But after that, it's like, no, nah, man, I ain't from there. Yeah. It's just, I, I know who I like. But you understand yeah. – from a completely different level, that's when I understood, like, oh, shit, this is real because we got these type of celebrities in the game. Like, what is Madonna doing there? Was she, was she there? Did she date Jerry Jeter or somebody like that? I, I had no clue. Um, but nonetheless, when I go out the tunnel and I see them being in the shoe and that whole entire week there was a countdown clock on just about every sports channel mm-hmm. because it was the first time Ohio State and Michigan was playing and they were one versus two. And a couple of days prior to – and that was the first time that they changed the time. It yeah, so it was a 3.30 game. Yeah. So it turned into a night game. Yeah, yeah. But a couple of days prior to the game, you got their best all-time coach and Bo Schimbecker dying. Yeah. So it was like, shit. They about to be. All of this yeah. transpires. Yeah. There's a countdown clock. There's yeah. these celebrities in this game. Yeah. This shit is important. The importance of this game just went up times 10 now that you got Bo Schimbecker that passes. Mm-hmm. So – Going out and playing in that game, bro, it was like the most crazy experience I could ever remember. I mean, I don't think I've ever seen the stadium like that in my life. Mm-hmm. And, Will, you can attest to this. You know how crazy – bro, the craziest thing. Like, this is back when we had grass, too. Because you remember the, after the game – People was taking grass. People – that was the last time Ohio Stadium had grass. People yeah. picked up gr- clumps of grass – and carried Safe. it off the stadium. Yeah. And that was the first time the game had transformed into a night game. Mm-hmm. So that environment was like like second to none. I mean, yeah. second half came around. This pitch black dark. And I remember Troy Smith rolling out to the side. I remember, which ended up being huge for us, Sean Crable smacking Troy. And they getting the personal foul call. And it's like, damn, all right, we'll take that mm. and move forward. But that was like, that was by far the best game experience of my life playing and as a spectator. Mm. 
Gotta talk, man. Yeah, I just went on a little rant there, but no, I you, had to give it to you because, yeah, man, that, that shit was insane. I, I, and I was there as a recruit. That was my senior year. And that, I mean, I was already committed to Ohio State, but that kind of like, like that game put the icing on the cake for me. You know, obviously, you know, like yourself, you say young, at your younger age, you kind of rooted for, for Michigan because you had some family members there. You got to think how I was. I I had a pipeline of guys from my high school going to uh, to Michigan. My, my my cousin Alfie Birch played there in the 80s. I mean, Prescott Burgess, Carl Diggs, Mario Manningham, the list goes on. Mm-hmm. And seeing all those guys go there and then so me, me, me growing up, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm rooting for the guys because it's the guys from my hometown. Right. But Those guys you look up to. You know. As I get older, and my I always tell people when my when my brain actually finally start you know you know coming together and everything, I became a Ohio State fan. You know, another big reason I, why I came here was uh, Marius Claret. You know, obviously we went to the same high school, and mm-hmm. seeing his success and seeing him do what he did his freshman year, I was like, man, I want to be that guy that 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 goes to Ohio State and don't. Don't don't follow the pipeline of guys going to Michigan from Ohio. And you know, as I got older, I was like, man, that shit was whack, man. Why, why, why all these dudes go to Michigan, man? Right. Like, I always be thinking, like, man, imagine if Mario Manningham would have came to Ohio State. You know, Prescott Bridges would came to, to, to Ohio State. You know, maybe it's a good thing that they did go there because you know we we was deep in both of the positions oh, that no, they we played. Used Mario for sure. Yeah, that's without question. Mario Manningham was. A beast, and when he got to Michigan, he lit that shit up. You got to think he would have been coming in. His freshman year would have been Ted's last year, or his freshman year would have been. Uh, no, he played two years with Ted. Probably, I played one year with Ted. He's a year older than me, so he'd played two years with Ted. So he still would have had another two years to go and light it up here and been the guy, the number one receiver. You know, we had Heartline and we had uh, Robo, mm-hmm. but Manningham in college was a completely different animal, bro. Mm. I mean, he would have been our number one receiver yeah. here at Ohio State. I don't think there's no disputing that. Yeah, yeah. But, man, this uh, this is it, man. This is it. This is the game week. And, like, I don't want to keep you all long because I just want you all to get to it. Dive into that shit. Yeah. Suck it in. Enjoy it. Embrace it. And know that Ohio State is going to go out with their ass, man. And don't forget, uh, if you got a chance and you want to win some goddamn money. Oh, yeah. The spread is nine points this week, and yeah. I, I I feel we for damn sure going so, gonna, gonna cover that. Eight, eight bet and a half, DSI so, exactly. So we're gonna hop on bet DSI. We're gonna make these bets, um, and we're gonna rattle off real quick a couple of games that you know we're gonna be checking out, and we're gonna be you know making some 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 nice wagers on uh, on bet DSI at betdsi.com. Use promo code beanie one hundred. The spread versus Ohio State is OSU minus eight and a half. Oh, it's eight. Okay, yep. I thought it was nine. Who you taking in that game? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna just laugh. All right, all right yeah. we ain't got even an answer on that. But we know who we're taking in that game. Uh, there's another one, another good game this weekend. Alabama Auburn. We know that's gonna be a tough one. Alabama minus three and a half. Remember, two is not there. Uh, it's you say it's at Auburn. Um, yeah, yep. I'm 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 calling the upset. Yeah, man. I like Auburn. I like Auburn in this situation too, man. Tua is not there. Yeah. Don't call me crazy, but he just ain't there, man. So make this at bet DSI pick. Um, another good one that we have. You, you had uh, Cincinnati and Memphis. Yeah, Cincinnati and Memphis. And let me give you that spread and, real and, quick. And, that's on Friday night. Yeah. Memphis minus eleven. Ooh. Yeah, that's crazy. What? That at is Memphis? crazy. Yes, yeah, at Memphis. Memphis minus eleven. Wow. Damn, Memphis is. 
I, I can't believe that. I'm on ESPN, right? Did you see the same thing? Oh, bro, that's nuts. I got no clue why they're disrespecting Fickle and him like that. I ain't taking that. Yeah. <laughs> me either. I ain't taking that. Give me, give me Cincinnati yeah. to win the game yeah, yeah, on that one, man. Yeah, yeah. I'll take Cincinnati to win the game too. Um, Then we, we got a uh, – Let's go to the pros, man. We got the Browns and the Steelers playing this yeah, weekend. Yeah, let's give it uh, – my, we had a couple more, I mean. Oh, my bad. Well, we can get back to it. But but no, go to the – forget it, man. I, we'll skip to the Browns. I won't do any other picks on BetDSI.com. I'll just go to the Browns one. Browns-Steelers. Let me give you the spread. I don't even got the spread. I don't care about the spread in this game. This game is going to be crazy for a number of reasons. Dude, I heard rumors that supposedly – I don't know how true it is. You guys can tell me if I'm wrong. I heard rumors that there's supposed to be a bunch of Browns fans in the stadium, and they're not – I guess they're banning Miles Garrett jerseys from going into uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers Stadium. But there's supposed to be a bunch of Browns fans that go in in Browns gear, and it's going to be a section that just all take off their uh, their shirts and all have on Miles Garrett jerseys. For real? Yeah, bro, that's what I heard. Hold on, hold on. That shit how, can't be wrong. How can you ban? You can do that shit in the league. How? They did it with Aaron Hernandez. If I pay for mm, – That's different. <laughs> <laughs> that may kill somebody, bro. Right. I mean, kill somebody. You know what I'm saying? Miles Garrett hit somebody in the head with a helmet. Okay, I understand. You can't ban. I pay for my jersey. If I want to wear my jersey to your stadium and I pay for my seat, I'm wearing my jersey. But that's how I feel about it, too. I mean, you should be able to. But this is what I heard. It could be just a, a bogus rumor just floating out there. But nonetheless, that's going to be a crazy-ass game. That and atmosphere. Mason Rudolph ain't starting. Yeah, hey, i seen that. That's the one shitty thing. That, that Hey, that atmosphere in that stadium going to be crazy, But bro. it's Browns minus two, in it, minus two. Minus two? Yeah. I'm taking I'm, the Browns. I'm taking the Browns, yeah. too. I think they'll win this game, man. Yeah. They did not. Oh, so it was a rumor then. Okay, okay, good, good. Because I'm not. Oh, so, all right, good, good, man. So, uh, I'm not far. Will, I'll tell you one thing. The Cleveland Browns, I'm going to rattle it off something to you real quick. And you tell me where we stand and in our bet. You, you, you know. I thought it was 10 games, but I guess it's. Bro, I thought it was nine games, man. We, we got to go back and look at the tape. Alive. You're still alive. I'm still alive. And the Browns, they got the Steelers, which they should win. So that'll push us to, to six wins right there. They got the Bengals, which they should beat the shit out of. That'll push us to seven wins right there. They got the Cardinals, which is up in the air. I'm going to say they lose that one right there, right? They got the Ravens. They're going to get smacked. No, we already beat the Ravens. No, they got the Ravens again, though. They play them twice a year. No, no, no. I'm saying, but we already beat them. But, we already beat them. So but they're they on a whole other level right now. The Ravens are playing good, but this is like the, the second to the last game of the season. Does, do the so Ravens – after they secure their spot, then they let the wheels come falling off and say, you know what, let's just relax our guys. Then they got the Bengals again. So, Will, I'm alive and well in this steak dinner, baby. I'm alive. And, I thought all was lost, but it ain't going too far, my friend. See, I, I, uh, I have faith that the Browns will uh, blow it. <laughs> they'll, lose, they'll lose like, you know, they'll blow it to, to the Bengals. To the Bengals? No, that would be the worst. The worst team in the NFL, <laughs> Cincinnati is, Bengals. Bro, some so so somebody, somebody got mad at me. Was it last week or the week before on the podcast when you wanted to talk about Cincinnati? I said, when the hell was Cincinnati? They sucked. Somebody said, know your audience. Uh, there's a lot of uh, Bengals fans that watch this. Okay. 
Rightfully so. There may be a lot of Bengals fans that watch this podcast and listen to it. And I appreciate you guys. But nonetheless, the Bengals suck. That's why I don't want to spend a lot of time on the Bengals. So I'm sorry. I am so sorry. Hey, I really am. Hey, hey, hey. I really am. But the, the Bengals are awful right now. So, hey. I mean, what time do you want me to spend talking about them when they haven't done anything? Man, I feel bad for they them. They just went back to Andy Dalton. I was just about to say. Come on. They are confused right now. And I really feel bad for them because it's like, how you benched 100 – Million dollar quarterback, and then bring this other guy and let him play a couple games. Oh, he doesn't work. We're gonna go back to Andy Dalton. That is crazy, to me, bro. Bro, I really wonder. Like, stick with stick with something. I wonder is this gonna be a year in which they it be one and done with the coach there? But you just know the Brown family. Everything that we heard, they don't they don't like to spend money oh, nah. that they don't have to spend. So I can't see them paying a coach a buyout. Uh, and going to hire somebody else and have to pay him again. Nah, they're going to give him a couple more years. Dude, you know what I really wonder, man? I wonder if Bengals fans, if, matter of fact, comment on the shit. Because you commented on what I said a couple of weeks ago and not want to talk about him. <laughs> you as a Bengals fan, I don't remember your name, but I remember the individual. Because I do read the comments. I'm one of those people. I read the comments. She's about to go in on you, boy. Do <laughs> you think, and do all Bengals fans, do you miss Marvin Lewis? I bet you they do. D- that's what I want to know. Do you miss Marvin Lewis? Because this is like this is the worst of the worst. We haven't seen the Bengals be like this since pre-Marvin Lewis. So what's your thoughts now in this situation? Do they fire him? Do they fire this coach? Should they fire this coach? Should they get rid of Andy Dalton? Like what happens in this situation? Marvin Lewis, I mean, at least hey. he had you going back to back in some playoff years. Yeah, you were losing in the first round, but shit. Bird in hand is better than that. Mm. But, yeah, man, that's, that's, that's my spiel, man. No disrespect, man. It's, it's all fun and games. Yeah, it's all fun and games. That's Y'all it. know we keep it real on the yeah, yeah, Boom it, Podcast. Um, it's a good time. That's it, man. What, what else you got, man, for us? That's uh, it? Let me see. Get to the game, man. That's all I'm talking about, the game. Um, I think that might be it. Man, that's that's a wrap on Beating the Boom Podcast, man. Michigan Week. Let's light this thing up, man. Tune in. We're going to give you all a recap of it next week on what we thought of the game. Yeah, man. Let me know what they're doing. I'm going to go get my Letterman jacket, man. Let me know what they're doing with the Bengals, man. Please do. Let me know your thoughts Bet on that. Bet DSI, Benny 100, man. Go make you some money, man. Absolutely. Happy That's... holidays to everybody. Enjoy. Yes. Happy holidays. Be safe. Enjoy. We love y'all. Hold on, real quick. Are you uh you doing any cooking? No. I don't cook. Oh, man. Come on. Bro. I don't even eat meat. You know that. Yeah, yeah. Get your Christmas gifts, man. Benny and the Boomer t shirts, Letterman Road t shirts. Visit the shop. Um, Will, are you cooking anything? Are you cooking anything? Just eating. Are you cooking anything? Oh my gosh! Like, what you on, cooking, man. dude? I cook my turkey every year. Like, I mean, uh, hey, do you, you season guys it? at a minute of house? Do you season it? B- baby, put your microphone down. It's my daughter. Put your microphone down to talk real quick, sweetheart. Baby, does Dad cook a good turkey? Yeah. Is Dad good on the grill and on the smoker? Sometimes. Oh, oh my gosh! Sometimes. Oh, well, hey. <laughs> she said what? <laughs> Because, like, the hot dogs be, like, burnt. Oh, oh, oh Benny can't go. But the turkey be good, though. Everybody loves a burnt hot dog. Get off the microphone. <laughs> That's my baby girl. All right, see you guys. Oh, That's man. a wrap on the show. All right. <laughs>